Hi everyone, and welcome back to Newfound Pod. Long time, no talk, huh? I know I promised I'd be back in January, and it's now March 31st as I record this. But I hope once I tell you what's been going on, you'll understand. I'd planned to be back much sooner, but just after Christmas, my sister passed away unexpectedly. She wasn't just my sister, she was my best friend. We lived together. It's still not even real to me. And I don't want to get into it too much because I'll cry. But I'll just say, treasure the time you have with the people you love. You never know when someone will be gone. My sister was my biggest fan, and she'd be the first one to tell me to get back into my podcast, so here I am. This one's dedicated to you, Brenda. Today I'm going to tell you about a beloved Newfoundlander, Al Clouston. Here's a bit of town humor for you. This fellow is very superstitious. And when he was sober, there was no chance of him taking the short cut up to the graveyard. You see, not at all. So, uh, but when he had a few beers in, he was afraid of nothing. Come out, you see. <laughs> so this night, he had a few beers in, and he went off to the graveyard, sir, and he'd gone up through, but he got lost off the beaten path, you see, and he got over by a, a grave, fresh grave, ready for tomorrow. And boom, down he goes, you see, and he was stunned before he went down, but he was worse when he got down, and he just went off to sleep. Woke up after a couple of hours and didn't realize where he was, and all he could say, I'm froze, I'm froze, I'm froze, I'm froze. So a fellow out on the street heard this, he said, I better go investigate and see what this is. So he, the voice led him right to the grave, and just as he got there, this fellow said, I'm froze, I'm froze. No wonder heavens you are froze, he said. You got all the dirt kicked off yourself. <laughs> Al Clouston, usually known as Uncle Al, was a folklorist, a storyteller, and a humorist. He started out as a salesman, and after he retired in the 70s, he released several books and albums of Newfoundland humor that he had been collecting since the age of 17. His intent was to counteract the bigoted Newfie jokes that depicted our people as buffoons. He said, I tell funny stories about ourselves. People are put down by Newfie jokes. They don't present a good image. Newfie joke books were the worst thing that ever happened to Newfoundland. Here's an example of how he countered those jokes. Well, the first thing I told the guests that I had been out to the Skyline Motel to a heating conference that was being held and it was a national organization. And the speaker at the luncheon, Mr. Ship, stopped right in the middle of his speech and he said this, I was down to Al Clouston's country then and they met me at Torbay Airport, gave me a tour of St. John's, installed me in the Newfoundland Hotel. We ordered up some mix and ice cubes. Up came the mix, but no ice cubes. So we found that, phoned down and asked why no ice cubes. And they told us that the old lady who made the ice cubes had died two weeks ago and taken the recipe with her. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
<laughs> so I went up to Mr. Robbins. I said, introduce me. <laughs> he said, we warned about if he used your name, he'd get it back tenfold. So I went over to him. We were introduced, and we talked for a minute or two. Oh, I said, Mr. Chip, I said, did you hear about the Coast Guard captain uh, that was down our way last summer? He said, no, what about him? Well, I said, you know, he felt a bit mischievous this afternoon, and he noticed a fisherman, lone fellow, minding his own business about two miles out from shore, and he jigging away there, you see? And uh, he slowed down his boat, and he got right over close to him, and he took his megaphone, and he yelled down, do you know you're fishing in Canadian waters? Yes, that. You're catching Canadian fish too. No, sir. But there's a lot of fish there in the bow of the boat. What are they? Them Newfoundland fish, sir. <laughs> How do you know them apart? We throw us back the ones with the big mouths. Al was born in 1910 in Freshwater Bay and grew up in St. John's. He was the seventh of nine boys, and he attended Prince of Wales Collegiate. He had a few jobs before going to work for his father at John Clouston Limited, a heating and tin ship business located on Water Street. Through my research, I believe the family's home was located on Duckworth Street. The site is now the empty lot across the street from the Sir Humphrey Gilbert Building, if you're familiar with that area. He eventually married a woman named Ida, and they had two children, Carol Ann and Ian. Al's personality made him perfect for sales, and he traveled across the province for his work, gathering stories and anecdotes along the way. After he retired, he wanted to share those stories, so he began traveling around and performing them. And though he did write a few books, he believed that the best way to share the stories was to hear them, not read them. After he'd retired from his sales job, he found himself in Toronto, and he decided to leave three self-recorded records of him reciting those stories with CBC Radio. He said that if they found them funny, they would call him, and he got that call, and appeared on As It Happens with Barbara Frum. Even though, as I said, he believed that his stories were best shared verbally, he was convinced, after a year of trying, by a man at Dixon Company to start writing his stories out and to publish a book. He said, it took me quite a while because when you are on stage telling a story, if you miss out something essential to the punchline, you can backtrack and put it in. With writing, you've only got one chance. It's got to be right. I ended up writing some of the stories four times. This was by hand. I never learned to type. After that, he enlisted Dermot Duggan to do the illustrations. Their first book was self-published, printed at Dixon Company. He printed 10,000 copies of Commercialitalgia, and he swore that he would sell them door-to-door -door if he had to. The book was released in June 1977, and by November, they had completely sold out. He was advised to get more printed, and many more thousands of copies were sold. He always made sure to seek the advice of people in the industry, and he made sure his books were priced affordably. In 1952, Peter Zosky came to Newfoundland, and Peter is the fellow who was the MC of that wonderful show, This Country in the Morning. I don't know how many of you have heard him, 
But he came to Newfoundland, I never heard of him before. But uh, CBC rang me and asked me if I'd go over and be interviewed by Peter Zosky. I said, who's Peter Zosky? So they told me who he was, I said, yes. But I would like to talk with him before I go on the, on the program. And I didn't realize it was a national program, but it was. When I went over, they showed me into the studio. Peter, this is Al, Al, this is Peter. And I sat right down, next thing I was on a national show. Well, I tell you, I, was, I had the wind up a little bit, you see, but then he was such a wonderful person in about not more than 30 seconds, I said, look, he'd be in trouble before you'd get in trouble. This is how wonderful a person Peter was, you see. So he asked me about Newfoundland humor, where I got these stories and everything, you see. And then he said, look, Al, is there a story, is, is there a saying in Newfoundland? Everywhere I go in Canada, in the territory that I go, in an area, there's always one particular saying that supersedes all other sayings. I said, yes, Newfoundland got one. What is it? I said, proper thing. <laughs> <laughs> he said, proper thing. I said, no, 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 no. I said, proper thing, no H in it. I said, I said, well, I knew right there and I had the best audience I ever had in my life. It was one man. He said, what does it mean? Oh, I said, you're seconding the motion. He looked at me. I said, look, somebody says, let's have a game of cards. I said, property. <laughs> let's go fishing. Property. And I said, sometimes a fellow gets a poke in the face. That's the property too. So <laughs> as long as you agree with it, it's the property. <laughs> so he said, very good. And I said, he said, you got a good story on property. I said, yes, I have. I said, I was going up Water Street one morning, and there was an Englishman in front of me, and a good, very good friend of mine, you see. And uh, I got up behind him, and uh, I knew how, how much this fellow liked Newfoundland humor. I got up behind him and said, Marn is a mazy day, isn't it? He said, oh, he says, oh, and a good story for you. In Presentia Bay a few weeks ago, he said, talking to the fishermen there, he said, I told them how much I liked Newfoundland. And of course, he said, I told them I married Newfoundlander. And at the right moment, I said, Proper thing, old boy. Proper thing. <laughs> <laughs> the fisherman come over and he put his hand on, the ma on this man's shoulder. Me's on. He says, you've got the words, but you haven't got the music. <laughs> I said, even the children have humor. He said, that's so? all? I said, yes. I said, here's two youngsters met on the street. And one said, guess where I got me pocket, boy? I don't know, I can't guess. Yeah, come on, guess, the big game's in Ned. He's in Napple? <laughs> no, he's not. He's in Orange? No, he's not in Orange. He's in Onion? No, he's not. Well, I can't guess. What is it? He's a Nig. <laughs> as far as I can tell, he released eight books. Commercial Italia, his first book in 1978. We Rant and We Roar in 1980, a collection of Newfoundland recipes in 1983, a book called When I Grow Too Old to Laugh, Shoot Me in 1986, Al Clouston's Newfoundland Christmas Carol in 1987, Christmas Stories from Newfoundland in 1988, Eyes to Buy from Newfoundland in 1989, and The Best of Al Clouston was released in 1994. He also edited a book called The Night Before Christmas in Newfoundland.
The records he released were Spinning Yarns in 1975, Proper Tang in 1977, Cinderella in 1979, which was nominated for a Juno Award in 1980, and Laugh to Your Heart's Delight, released in 1983 and nominated for another Juno Award in 1984. So I think that's the complete list. It was really difficult to find all this information online. Um, I figured when I picked a subject like Al Clouston, it would have been really easy to find all this information, but um, that list is kind of put together just from a lot of different sources online. Al gave back to the community. He was a Sunday school teacher for 25 years, was the national director of the Boys Club of Canada, the national and local president of the Canadian Bible Society. He was also the St. John Citizen of the Year in 1962. Al passed away in 2004 due to complications from surgery at the age of 94. I'll end with a quote from him. Humor is the food of living, essential as bread and butter, and it's made every day. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. If you can, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. I'd really appreciate it. While I was off, I did get a few reviews. Thanks a lot. Uh, You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Newfound Pod. The site with all my previous episodes is newfoundpod.com. You can contact me at newfoundpod at gmail.com. Thanks so much to my supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to support me there, you can do so for as little as $1 a month. You can support me for free by sharing episodes with your friends and followers. Thanks again, everyone, and I'll talk to you soon.